That looks so weird on the audio capture. It's like one. That's that's why I was saying it might even be picked up. That'll be a weird sound. Oh, yeah, it is. That'll be a good intro, though. Hey guys, just a quick heads up. This episode does contain a few spoilers for Harry Potter, including the new Fantastic Beasts movies. So just a heads up. Cool. Enjoy the episode. What's going on, guys? Welcome to Franchise Unpacked. My name is Zach. And this is Dave. And today we are diving into uh, into one of my faves. I say that all the time, but it really is one of my faves. All these are all of our faves. Uh, we're, we're starting off... Like the whole show, like all these episodes have just been things that we're just nuts about. But uh, this week is Harry Potter. Harry Potter. And uh, Harry Potter. Harry uh, that's that's Potter. a little more cockney than uh, than most of them are. Well, there is cockney characters I mean, it's, in there. Oh, my gosh. OK, so oh Harry Potter. I, I want to just dive in. Let's do it. But Go for it. I when we were selecting the topic, I've been looking at Harry Potter, like on our list for probably the past four episodes and just wanting to go, oh, maybe we should Let's just do maybe it. Maybe we should do it this week. We'll just do it. Maybe we should do it this week. But I don't know. It, it felt right. This felt like the good a good week for it. It's a good time. Yeah. So yeah, we got the the Fantastic Beasts are out. Uh, yeah, and that's I've actually never seen. Those are the only, I guess, Harry Potter related thing. Okay. That I haven't seen. Uh, that and the uh, the stage play that she wrote. Oh, Cursed Child. Yeah, she didn't. Did she write it or did she? I think was so. like, I think if it's anything Harry, and we'll get into it, but I think if it's anything Harry Potter related, she has utmost final say. I, oh, I don't I, she believe definitely has final anyone say. writes anything for her. I think that somebody did write the stage play though. Ma- maybe maybe though that. for a script. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. like a stage. Yeah. Script, like, but I think it's her stuff. It's her yeah. story. It might have been, you know turn for the stage right someone, but yeah. right but yeah we'll get we'll definitely get into it um, um what is your so what's your history it was 97 was when that first yeah, book came out so yeah so it was so strange because i remember when i was like eight years old so it was, it was shortly after it came out um yes because i'm assuming it didn't did it come to the states right away i think it was england first yeah Maybe i think I so could be but i remember there was philosopher's stone in england. right yeah harry potter and the philosopher's stone but it came to america whenever it did I was about eight years old, and I remember that one of my relatives had a copy of the book, and I saw it, and I was like, oh, that kind of looks cool. Like, I'd like to give that a shot. And I tried reading that book like three or four times, and it just did not stick with me. I don't know what it was. I don't know if I was too young, if I... I, if I was like just not a good reader, I don't know what the. It could have been eight, seven, eight is that's tough time, I think, to really take down one of those. Com- it's a comprehensive. Yeah, book it was, it was a, a big book. Um, I remember in I was in sixth grade and it was must have been a year or so after it had come out. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, we all came into school one day unplanned. All the other classes came into our classroom and we like read the first couple chapters of the book out loud. And I really? never heard of it. But the teachers, there was this buzz about it. And they yeah, were like, yeah, this is huge. You kids are going to want to love it. And every, we, I remember hearing it and be like, this is great. Yeah, this is a really I'm going to definitely go home and pick this up. Right. Like, right. Because this is a really and everybody was just a few kids knew about it, but it was just out of the blue. I remember it, it really was. It came out of nowhere and it was gigantic. Yeah. And I. I remember when I finally did dead. I can't, I can't dead. speak today. We're a little guys, tired. Folks. We're a little sleepy. A little sleepy. Uh, if anybody's watching us in the live cast, uh, we we're, we're a little sleepy. <laughs> we look great. This is all for you. Before guys. the episode started, we were like, man, we, we were just talking about how little sleep we got. We were like, Oh, I should probably put on a hat. And then yeah. I was, <laughs> I was like, like, do Dave, you have a hat? <laughs> I was like, I got a hat, man. I got, I, need a I hat. got you covered. 
Um, but, uh, anyway, so I remember I tried to make my way through the books a few times and what ended up happening inevitably every single time was I would get through the first two and then I would get like four or five chapters into the third book and just stop and not be able to go. There was something about the third book when I was younger that just did not appeal to me. And I remember when I saw, uh, what the, she uses a word, I think it's like a, a, animagus or animagus. animagus like, yeah. yeah anim- like animagus. somebody that can transform into yeah. an animal. Um, and I remember specifically when I read that word and, uh, they were like in the, uh, like underneath the whomping willow and they were like, uh, so-and-so, you know, he, he's an animagus. And I was like, or an animagus. And I, and I was just thinking, what does that even mean? Well, what I was, the hell is and, that? And, yeah. And I, and I think when I was younger, I didn't comprehend it. Like, I think I missed it earlier in the book. And then when they brought it up, I was like, I don't know what this is. I'm done. It's an, I'm thinking it's, well, well, we might as well discuss it now. It's, it's very interesting that JK Rowling has this, all the words she uses, like she made up her own language, sort yeah. of, but all based off of, you know, like the hippogriff is like a, a griffin, a griffin yeah. yeah. stuff like that. There's Avada Kedavra, which abracadabra. abracadabra yeah, like yeah. So she took it. And then you're like, okay, well, where did she get some of these crazy, like, anime? Right. Was it a mage who is an animal? Is that what you're yeah, doing? Yeah. So, yeah. And, um, oh, and a little interesting fact about her name, J.K. Rowling. Um, she was told to go that she needed a more gender neutral, gender neutral name by her <laughs> we're, publisher. We're struggling today, Real guys. Real bad, folks. It's a Monday. Uh, gender, gender neutral. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> oh, my God. One more time. Her publisher told her she needed a gender neutral name uh, because they were worried that no one would buy a female, an unknown female writer. Right. And she didn't even have a middle name. So the K is stands for Catherine, which is her grandmother's name. Oh, okay. I think it's. Yeah. uh, So, yeah, her first name is, I think, Jennifer, Jessica, uh, Catherine Rowling. Yeah. Yeah. I know that. But um, but yeah. So they went that kind of we'll abbreviate it. Could be a guy. Could be a woman. But then as soon as it was a hit. Interesting. You knew the story of this woman you know everyone's like oh she was homeless oh she was this that and the other what i read uh was that she was sitting on a crowded train on her way from manchester into london Mm. and it was a huge delay on the train like they were sitting for hours apparently yeah and it just started pouring into her head she said it just really it just boom and this scrawny dark-haired wow kid you know and she she hit the nail on the head when uh i once heard somebody say it actually might have been um butch hartman the creator of fairly odd parents okay um who i actually i had the fortune of meeting is is that the right way to say it like i was fortunate enough to meet i had the fortune of meeting yeah uh but running into them yeah Yeah. uh I, i met him when i lived out in california and i don't remember if it was then or if i saw it in an interview but he said kids love having secrets oh and that's the entire first two, three books. That's all it was. Full chamber of them. Yeah, it was. Yeah, <laughs> it was. And it is. It's always the kids are always meddling. They're yeah, there's always yeah. there's always a, a deeper plot and they're always pulling. That one the adults over don't the know adults. about. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And at the same time, the adults have even crazier secrets. Right. All the time. Well, and, they, and the way that she built the books. And I mean, I don't want to jump, you know, to the present or the future yet, but she built the books in such a way that as you aged as the reader, the adults kind of got a little bit more power and you started to realize some of the corruption and some of the evil. It was a, yeah, there was a power struggle happening. The yeah. adults were seeing the, you know, the children grow up and they were, you know, and as we grow up in regular life, it's, you start talking to parents better, right. more, right. It, the conversations become easier. It makes more sense. It's kind yeah. of, it, she, and 
the puberty aspect. That's a very difficult thing, especially to write yeah. for the opposite sex of you. I can only imagine. But yeah. she's writing for all these, you know, kids and stuff going through these turbulent times. Yeah. Some of the worst times if I remember. But uh, it, it and as I grew, I was 11 when the first I was his age. So right. I grew up with the books. It was That's perfect cool. timing That's well, awesome. for the first few books. Then they started doing two to three year gaps. Yeah. In the last few. Yeah. But kind of going to Prisoner of Azkaban, the third book, like, yeah, we kind of bounced to there. Um, that is when I think she was set in stone with her publishing deal. She knew yep. they were I'm going to have all seven books. Now I can really make this serious. It right. Dark turn. The kids are turning into teenagers. I think that was another thing, too. They're all yeah. turning 13, I think, would be the, yeah, it's the third year. Yeah. And they're becoming, it is a very volatile time. And, like, in, you had mm-hmm. to, also, with the, how the story was progressing, you had to kick up the action. Voldemort can't yeah. keep being, like, a, 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 a face on the face back, on the back of someone's head. Some <laughs> head. Yeah, he, like, he, he kept getting slightly stronger and slightly stronger. And then I remember, was it Goblet, when he starts out as, like, a fetus? They who yeah, that whole scene yeah. in the oh my with, gosh yeah. I, I I have to divert for it's it's still Harry Potter yeah but have you ever seen uh Dear Reader Wizard People no anybody that's watching the live cast don't tune away from the live cast but anybody that's listening uh there's this guy that took the entire first Harry Potter movie and he scripted his own sort of commentary of what's happening. And he kind of has this voice like this and and he just messes up everybody's name. So he's like when Hagrid walks in, he's like, and walks Hagar. (laughs) I remember reading those books. I had no idea how to pronounce. Oh no. Hermione. I thought it was, I thought it was Hermione. Hermione. (laughs) Hermione. Is that what you did too? Hermione. Or I was like, is she Hermione one? Is she like a robot? Like what is Hermione? I I thought it was until I saw the first movie. Yeah. I never knew how to. I thought Gryffindor it. was Gryfinder. Well, I knew what a Griffin was. So I was like, okay, they're driving yeah, see, it from that. I, I had no idea. Yeah. Gryfinder like, sounds like a dating Gry- app. Like, Gryfinder. <laughs> swiping on Gryfinder. Swiping on Gryfinder. And uh, oh, another fun little fact that I just kind of popped into my head. The lightning bolt on his forehead. It's not a lightning bolt. That is the motion you have to make with their wand to cast Avada Kedavra. Right. So it's like right. getting cut literally with the motions yeah. of him yeah. casting the spell on you, which I thought that's fantastic. Yeah. But because the whole time, though, they're like, oh, it's a lightning bolt scar. It's a light. They all call it that. Right. But, if you're like, but it makes sense. You're like, no, it's a scar from a wound, like, yeah. it, which it yeah. is. But like a direct wound, like there's more. Right more of a connection even i think mm. there than just like a, a mark appearing well and like you were saying when she when she was so set in stone by the third book mm-hmm. um i feel like that's kind of what what made the series what it was she was able to take some more risks she was able to open up the of, darkness and, and let I the mean, kids you, grow the, up a little bit the mentors start coming in which always freaked me out yeah the mentors were crazy yeah which are Nazgul inspired have to be. And for those of you, the Nazgul were the sure that dark riders from Lord of the Rings. Okay. The, the, nine, okay. the witch kings or the witch yeah. king is the leader. Then it's the nine. I'm, I'm excited to do Lord of the Rings. Yeah, the nine, uh, the nine kings of man who were corrupted by mm-hmm. the original rings and they turned into the Nazgul. Oh, okay. who are The dark riders. And they can always, gotcha. whenever someone puts on the ring, they can sense it and they go. Right. To it. So they're no matter if you were, they were across the world. If you put it on, they're coming well, for you. And that's the thing is like, it came out of the gate strong. Like, I mean, the Dementors on the train oh, gosh. in the beginning yeah. of the book, Let's you know, the train and all the ice on the windows. Yeah. Like, that was yeah. so cool. And uh, I mean, we'll get to the movies as well, but we will. Yeah, I do want to discuss. Yeah, I, I kind of want to segment it a little bit, like talk about the books and then yeah, go let's back to the movies the, for sure. I mean, especially when it's first and foremost, the book, I'm like yeah. James Bond, where like we were talking, there were always books first, but it was a movie. It was a movie that, that would, popularized yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. 
But uh, yeah, with with Prisoner of Azkaban, they, they got really dark. I, I love Chamber of Secrets. I loved uh, mm-hmm. Sorcerer's Stone. I'd have to say, though, the darkness was great. But then Goblet of Fire was my favorite. Yeah, my Goblet favorite of Fire book. is one of my favorites. too. They, it was still had the darkness, but they put the competitive edge to it. They rose all these stakes. It was almost yeah. like a whole new book. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like at that point, maybe at Prisoner of Azkaban, it, every book then felt different and better and bigger. Yeah. See, I didn't like the fifth book, though. I was not a big fan of Order of the Order Phoenix. Order of the Phoenix. It took its time. It did. And that's it was so I, cool. I'm like, oh, sweet. Now the kids are getting in with the adults. They're going to yeah. be part of a team. And we're all just going to sit on our hands in this boring ass house. Right. <laughs> and like the, dealing with this stupid house elf is a real jerk. He was one of the um, Helena Baum Carter's family. What, what are um, they called? The um, She's not a black. Well, I thought it was, wasn't it? Is uh, she a black? She uh, was serious. It's, it's uh, their Lestrange, house. The, the Lestrange. Lestrange. Is yeah, it the Lestrange, Lestrange families. Yeah, because it was Lestrange. Yeah, they have a weird well, family he's, tree. He's a oh, Lestrange. Serious Black is related. Yeah, yeah. There was. I think it's her cousin. It's crazy. Yeah. They show the the family trees in the house. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, it's and like uh, Creature is the up. house elf. Creature. That's creature, which is with a great K. name. Yeah, Creature with a K. I will say, uh, J.K. Rowling has a way of naming characters that is just so solid, and they all. I feel like the names reflect the characters so well. well. I knew like Haggard, Haggard. Yeah, it's Haggard. Yeah, but because he looks Haggard. Yeah, absolutely. But he's and Haggard. Yeah, and they did a great job of casting him in the movies oh, perfect. as well. Um, what's his name? The guy he was in the James Bond movies as um the, uh, his Russian. Uh, an ex KGB guy that really? James in the Pierce Brosnan movies, okay. James, uh, he would go to him. They were enemies back in the day, but now right. they have like a, now that the cold war is over, right. they have like a, a gentleman yeah he james the story is james shot him in the leg and he still feels (laughs) the pain when it's cold and how often is it cold in russia all the time fair but but uh i digress bringing it back great casting and i remember in the first book when he bursts in the the very first time you see him bursts in on his birthday and he's got the note and he's with the umbrella funny too i mean they they she did such a good job of introducing the humor into it as well it wasn't this super serious thing but it also wasn't a rolling on your butt comedy well, the whole time. And you know? I've spent the whole, I was reading the book and it's a slow start. It doesn't start you off in the, the wizarding world necessarily. Right. It starts you off with the Dursleys. You see this, it's depressing. They're giving you little hints. It's like that superhero yeah. origin. The kids he's having, like he didn't, it, they talk about how he's getting bullied at school and doesn't he like jump over some, or like Harry does something. Well, it's, it's when they go to the zoo. Yeah. They um, go to the zoo. Yeah, he and, like and, can speak to the, Snake, yeah, he I makes remember. the glass disappear yeah. and then the snake comes down. The snake yep. says thanks to him and he's like, he understands. Uh, it. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah. He, but like there are little moments, which was cool. Like got you excited. You're like, oh, this, there's something special about right, this kid. Right. But then when um, Hagrid shows up, he was on a flying motorcycle with a magical umbrella and right. like all these this stuff that was not a wand or a broom that we're expecting to see. And right. Like, oh, she's enchanting stuff. Yeah. There's enchanted cars and then you meet and Dumbledore's Mr. got the, the clicker for the lights. Yeah. And this, uh, yeah. The, d- it looks like a lighter. Yeah. The illuminator. I love the names yeah. of, of things in that universe. Well, it's it, so cool. It created me. that clever element of, and then once you realize what Mr. Weasley does about how he has the quote unquote muggle artifacts and stuff, then yeah. you start to realize, well, they have to live a whole life of infiltrating the muggle world. So they would have these right. items that would be enchanted. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like when Thor is in human mode, he doesn't have, I don't know. Did you see, um, uh, the newest Thor Ragnarok. No, I haven't yet. There's a scene at the beginning when him and Loki are walking around in street clothes and okay. instead of holding his hammer all the time, he's got an umbrella, but it can oh. turn, you know, he just yeah, yeah, yeah. strikes the ground and he's Thor. interesting. Yeah. So it's cool. It's stuff like yeah. It remind, really reminded me of that. But uh, and going back to the to the books, though, 
Um, I agree. I think four was one of my favorites. Four. It also had the most puberty. Yeah. You know? That was like the biggest as change a, a for that. a teenager, you're like, oh, romance. Yeah. It, you're like, I know what this is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, I, I don't know, I, I really fell in love with, like, for me, I think my favorites are tied between six and seven. Um, oh, yeah. For the books. Um, but it was just to see how the students evolved and how Voldemort evolved and you know, the, the people like you saw people betray other people and you saw that's where it went. Like you said, say half blood Prince gave you all of the history. Yeah. It really, yeah. which at times was good, but I have to say there were a lot of flashback. There were a little element. bit. Yeah. A little bit too many. We're like, think. okay, all right, cool. And then the first half of seven was the only time I've ever been like, I might put this book down for a day. Because really? if I heard Hermione or read about Hermione crying in the tent one more time, <laughs> it was like every page. It was. It was. It was a that little bit much. The first half of that. Oh, my gosh. And they're like, I get it. You're all bummed out. And this is not working out. But like, right. that's the you can't. We, Hermione, I was always like a rock to me. Yeah. I was like, why is she? It was some it weird. It was shift. a weakness and, and, to and, her. And bear in mind, anybody it who's was listening, like, uh, you know, it's we're we're throwing out some critiques this is a hard series and to critique please it's correct like, us i might be missing something like oh well she was crying because of this right but well, like as a character from six other books i'd never seen her do that before it's and it just such an incredible odd. um i don't know it's the, the way they do it is so incredible how it's 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 so hard to find something to pick out and pick at because like you said it might be something like hermione's crying crying too much or it's too much exposition of these kids just sitting around the table with the adults in book five, you know, but they, even with all that, I will still read through that series once every couple of years and, you know, just take it all in again. And it still feels like a fresh experience. I still find new things out every time I read it. Oh yeah. You know, there's, there's something new every time. And kind of going off that too, she does an incredible job and it's easier in a book. I think because it, it, you're just able to flesh out things more, let the reader's imagination go to town. Right. In a movie. And maybe we can, we'll kind of start discussing the movies. Yeah, here yeah a little bit. absolutely. Um, they did such a good job. I'm not going to say the directors did a good job because I have some thoughts on that. Yeah. How many different directors there were. And we'll get into that. But yeah. the studio should have had a lot more say with what was going on with the movies. But um, the the world building like for instance you hear the name like quidditch and you're gonna be like that's a dumb name yeah like I, if, if i just was like if i had never read a harry potter book went into a movie like we're gonna go play quidditch i'd be like oh geez what's this gonna right. be and i might roll my eyes but then they're like it's kind of like in star wars where it's like we're on a desert planet we drink blue milk we work as moisture evaporators period we're not gonna explain why right this is the world quidditch yeah. has been a game for thousands of or hundreds of years it's soccer yeah. to these people yeah deal with it which uh <laughs> fun fact about that so uh ms rowling M mrs rowling ms, ms. i don't mrs. think rowling. she uh, i don't know if she's married now but I yeah, don't know well, she's, anyway, yeah jk rowling uh, i i guess she had five pages of words that started with a q to to be quidditch oh, yeah before she picked quidditch like she i believe five it. pages worth and i who knows how many other pages for other words she right had, you know right and like creating rule you're not only creating just a game that people are watching they she created positions to, there were portions of the book where they were at training they were yeah. in you know practice and i'm like you're creating a whole game that like if i saw it now i would understand 
who well, needed and, to and do people what? Play Quidditch. I mean, yeah. people like I, I, at uh, OU at OU, people would you know run around and somebody would be dressed in all gold as the as golden a, snitch. Yeah, it's a, a Quidditch game. Yeah, um, you can. It's pretty hilarious. So, so as far as the movies go, though, uh, the first two were directed by uh, Chris, Chris Columbus, right? Chris Columbus. Yep. Uh, who did Home the, Alone? Yep. He, apparently he only directs in twos. I don't know if that's maybe. maybe. And the music sounds very similar. It's John Williams. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, same. And John Williams did Home Alone. And, yep. yep. Uh, and it's you, there's such a distinct shift when you go from the first two movies. They're so childish and fun. And uh, there's a great YouTube channel called uh, I don't. It wasn't Every Frame of Painting. Uh, I think it was Nerd Writer. Okay. Uh, Nerd Writer One on YouTube, and he discusses the sound of magic. And in those first movies. It was like very sparkly. Like if, yeah, if they cast a fire spell, it sounded like fire. And then as they moved into the later movies, the spells actually take on a different sound. It's almost like a more ethereal, it's like like, <laughs> like a whoosh. Like, yeah, and like, like almost like it's just like energy a, related. Yeah, almost. yeah, it's almost like an energy thing. Um, but that is, it made such a big shift though. When you went from those first two movies, it felt so lighthearted. It was power. You finally yeah. started seeing that, and maybe, and I think that's what you were supposed. That might have been planned. Because as the kids it. get more powerful, they're going to a not only be do using more powerful spells, they're going to run into more powerful people. Right. Um, however, my biggest complaint about the movies is when you have so many different directors coming in. I think after Christopher, it was one director every time, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think the last there, the, yeah. part one and two of seven oh, yes. that was one, were yeah. one director. Yeah, and that makes sense. Yeah, but um, continuity. That's all I got to say. With yeah. Placement of buildings and properties like Hagrid, the Hagrid's house. It moved completely all over. shifted. Like yeah. Every, and I was like, that alone was like, I was like, where's it going to be this time? Right. Because I remember <laughs> the first two movies. It was literally out in the middle of a field. Yeah. Right in the middle of the grounds. And that's kind of how I imagined it. On yeah, the too. edge of the forest. Me too. Just kind of this odd, cute little house cottage in the open, wide open. Right. Right. And I love that. And then they moved it down like a cliff. Yeah. It was all over the place. And everything took, everything became, like how you said, a little childish. I wouldn't call the first, they are more kid oriented, I guess, but like, yeah. I'm not opposed to having a little bit of color in a movie. Not at all. Like not l- at all. those movies after the third one started getting very got dark. Not dark and monotone. I actually tone. kind of like that though, because I feel like the books took that darker turn. They did. And the world around these people there, they were starting. It was almost like the Nazis were coming back in. Right. Yeah, like their, the wizarding world was shutting down. Yeah. And getting into well, and the, an occupancy. Of uh, I'd have to look guys. up his name. But the director of the third movie, uh, before he did Harry Potter, he did this. Uh, it wasn't an adult film, but it was like bordering on an adult. Like he had only ever done these sort of like art house type you know, films in, I, yeah. I don't want to say art house, but it was definitely more indie, a, a long shot from Harry Potter. Sure. Um, hundreds of but, millions of dollars. Yeah. And, yeah it, production. And, <laughs> and it's so cool though, because, uh, the same guy, nerd writer, he analyzes why the third Harry Potter movie feels so good. In my opinion, it, uh, opinion, I can't even talk today. In my opinion, in my opinion. <laughs> uh, in my opinion though, it's one of the best Harry Potter movies because, You'll see things like a long take, which we've talked about on the show before. It's where the camera just doesn't cut. It's like the the scene keeps going. But um, you see these long takes where the the whole mood will shift three times and it's moving. You know, if you fast forward it, they're like at the dinner table and then Harry's alone with someone else. And then, you know, Arthur's alone with Harry. And then as the camera's there, you see the poster of Sirius Black. It's just it's nuts. Yeah, they do some very, yeah, very amazing like setting that tone, especially like in the great hall, which did luckily I think was like the one set piece that stayed. Yeah. 
true-ish yeah. throughout all of them. Uh, I, which I love the idea of like the, the ceiling always changing. And yeah. Being, like the yeah. weather outside or stuff. Fun fact in the first movie, uh, the food that was in the great hall for yeah. the feast, that was real food. Real they food. actually brought in real food, but, uh, apparently with all of the, the lights on set, it started to like mold and rot really fast. Oh yeah. Uh, and there. they said that it just smelled horrible. All those kids. They got all yeah. those kids in there. Oh, oh gosh. During how, the sorting how sick hat. would you feel? That would be uh, gross. Have you, have you ever done like the sorting hat anywhere? No, I've never been to wizarding world. So at the, at the, at the, uh, in Hollywood, they have like the Warner brothers studio tour Yeah, there. I got sorted into Gryffindor, but I don't count that as my house. Okay. Uh, because when I went on, they, you guys can go on to, uh, Pottermore. Yeah. I don't know if it's just Pottermore.com or what, but, uh, they'll actually like ask you some questions. And it is legit. Like JK Rowling writes for yeah. Potter. It is all. 100%. Yeah. And you can tell like the, the voicing of everything is, yeah. it aligns perfectly with the books. But uh, I'm actually a Hufflepuff, uh, and I'm okay with that. As am I. I'm. A Are you? I've declared myself. I know I'm a Hufflepuff. I think I want to be a Gryffindor, but I'm, yeah. a, I'm a Hufflepuff. I think I'm through. okay being a Hufflepuff. Which is a very they're just yeah. as important as the other four or the other three houses. Um, but with yeah, with the films, they were great. Kim hasn't seen the last one, so what? she hasn't seen Deathly. She's read them all, and, and I have she knows how Blu-ray. it ends. We're, I know. We'll have another movie party. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, we've seen Fantastic Beasts, the first and the second one. Um, I haven't seen those ones at all. As far as, yeah, since we're in the movies, it takes place in uh, 19, what does it say? Um, 1926. So 65 years because Harry Potter one takes place in 1991. Right. So, and that's a cool thing too, with the movies, they keep it just kind of up to date. Whatever year the movie came out, it's that year, which I think is a a clean way to do it. It's kind of like the James Bond effect. Yeah. No matter what is just timeless. Because if you ground Harry Potter in 91, he's ending in 98. They had like there was cell phone technology in the last month. Like you saw right. modern day stuff, clothing, what cl- the clothing yeah. always adapted with the time, which I thought was kind of cool to see yeah. that, too. But with so with Fantastic Beasts, I'll do I'm not going to spoil anything, but it uh, it's about Newt um, Scamander, who is a character yeah, yeah. way old in Harry Potter. Right. Um, but he's. It's based off of the uh, the the beasts. She wrote a book in 2001 about like the guide yeah. to finding. Well, and and that it's was, based off of that. That was one of the books that was in the books. Like yeah. it was one of their textbooks yeah. that they had to read. So, and um, uh, it's pre World War Two. So they're dealing with that. It's the wizarding yeah. world in both London and they're in New York a lot, too, in the first one. I've heard very iffy things about these movies. What's happening? The first one was pretty good. The second one, they're slated now for five movies. Oh, so no. as soon as the first one's a hit and then they approve four more, you know, it's going to know what's going to happen to that script. Yeah. So the second movie, I was just kind of wide eyed and like, I don't know what's good. There's so many really? new characters they're adding in so many new like, oh, I know that. But it really doesn't matter for another 65 years. Yeah. And you're like, it's you can tell what they're trying to do. And then they're also dealing with having the problem of Johnny Depp in their movie. Yeah. And Johnny Depp, I don't know if anybody's aware, he's not the greatest guy. Uh, oh, really? Is he like kind oh, of a jerk? Well, he's physically abusive to women. He's an alcoholic. Recently, his, I didn't newest, know his newest ex-wife, I can't remember her name, young actress, but um, he like beat her up. Uh, oh my gosh. She filmed him. You can, yeah, you can check it out. There's a hidden. She filmed him with uh, her phone. Oh my god! And gosh. you can see him like yelling at her in the kitchen. He's like slamming these doors. Anyway, this happened a couple years ago. And I mean, Johnny Depp's always been kind of a, uh, but like yeah. with Pirates, and that's Pirates of the Caribbean's done. They're rebooting it, and they're getting oh, really? Yeah, everyone's getting off the Johnny Depp train. Yeah. And the yeah. thing was, in the first movie, Johnny Depp's character Grindelwald, mm. he's 
in disguise. On, in disguise. If you see yeah. him, he's spoiler alert, he's Colin Farrell in the first movie, who's a ministry. He's undercover. He's infiltrated right. the ministry and he's working right. as like an agent. And then he turns and I'm like, you know, you should have done just had him just turn back into Colin Farrell. Right. Keep the identity. And it's so funny. This is a spoiler. The very beginning of um, the second Fantastic Beast, they they're transporting Grindelwald to a prison or I think they might yeah. be taking him to Azkaban uh, or something out of New York. And they're in this flying chariot and then he's not speaking. They removed his tongue so he can't cast spells. Oh, so it's like okay. they took the clip out of his gun. Yeah. And I would just sat there and I bent over to Kim, or I leaned over to Kim and I said, maybe his tongue will be gone the whole movie. Can we, can we hope that Johnny Depp won't be able to talk this whole oh, movie? Yeah. That would be well, great. You know, we're definitely going to put a spoiler yeah. at the beginning the of this episode. Spoiler. I mean, it's, and I'm not giving away any plot. That's literally oh, no, the very sorry. first yeah, scene yeah, yeah. of the movie. Well, but, um, but, I, I feel like anytime that you deviate though, like from a main series and you get into the prequels and, you know, random sequels that don't belong. And you're, yeah, which I mean is every author. I was always going to say, I'm like, you're making up prequels, which she is, but you're, she's grounding this, un, this new universe, not new universe, but yeah, back at prequel universe in the reality that we already have, which is like kind of the problem you got with star Wars. You're trying to make too many connections from the stuff right. people know instead of just, or keeping it simple. You're they're cha- like they're chasing after this kid in it. You don't know what his name is. He has like you find out three separate identities. Basically, right. and you're like, I don't care now. By well, the end of this, it's like, whose cousin is he? I don't give a I, crap. I, like, I, come on. I feel like J.K. Rowling. And and again, it's it's hard to pick out things that I dislike about this franchise. Oh, yeah. But one thing that I can't stand and it's not just hurts when anybody does this. She has retconned so much. Like and, and she, I'm glad she's the one who could do it. Yeah, but I mean, but. she's. I feel like every week we get a new thing. It's like, oh, it, it turns out that you know Snape was also know, a girl, but yeah, really a guy. Also like, a girl. I was like, wait, what, why are you doing this? Like that, it, it, it serves no purpose to the story. Well, it does now. Now that does she's it? writing these books about the past, like yeah, Dumbledore being homosexual. Sure, it fits into these new things. But but I guess my thought is, I, I and and again that could have been actual actually there and true from the get-go i mean it, the way his character is written like you know it, it, it doesn't ever she say did that such he, a good job that well it's yeah. the thing about like when they cast uh in that cursed child play they hermione the very first girl cast hermione was black yeah and everyone pooped the bed as they yep. do on the internet but she goes you go in to the first harry potter book when harry meets hermione and read that to she and she quotes it it just talks about her hair and the fact that she's a, a young girl who's yeah and i think shy. it even said that she had darker skin I like don't it, even think it gets into that. It does, does it? not th- discuss th- her skin. Huh? Nope. I thought, I thought it said something about it's that, something like, like crazy hair and big teeth. She had the, yeah, big the buck teeth, front, the buck teeth. Well, and they actually, so uh, another random movie fun fact, uh, in the first movie, they tried to get, uh, Daniel Radcliffe to wear these like bright green contacts. Uh, and they wanted Hermione, oh. they wanted, uh, Emma Watson to wear buck teeth. But the problem was Daniel Radcliffe had an allergic reaction yep. to the contacts. So they just got rid of that. And uh, Hermione couldn't speak. Oh, or Emma Watson you couldn't speak. You sound like this the whole time. Yeah, and so they, they got rid of that, too. Like I was like, Rami Malek and uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. With I still haven't tension. seen Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, Highly I've heard such it. mixed reviews. It's a, it's a rock band I'm movie. I'm so used to seeing him in Mr. Robot. I was like, you, hello, friend. You could tell the whole <laughs> plot. I mean, it's a rock movie, so there is zero plot. But like, yeah, you know yeah. the story. But um, but very good. He he is great. Uh, but yeah, it and that's the thing, too. Uh, speaking on Emma Watson... You cast this like even when she was that young and I'm like 
don't have a creep. It's like you cast like a, a stunning young woman. Yeah. Oh, I totally you, had a crush on you, her when, you, I, was, oh, I, when I was eight years and, old or 10, whenever the movie came out. She has grown into and She's stunning now. Like you knew yeah. it was like in the cards. So it's it was a little that might have been iffy casting. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're like, her, oh, but the way but she was played so the role good. Was perfect. Well, they, I, I heard something that she sp- spoke on the phone several times with J.K., while she was in auditions as a young girl, yeah. and it was very. She said that was a huge help for her. And, yeah. and the and J.K. knew that she was going to be Hermione based off those phone conversations because of the really? questions she was asking and how intelligent of a young woman she right, was. Right, right. And that's like that. Well, J.K. says that Hermione is her. That is her character. Really? That is her. Really? Yeah, she's she's not Harry. No, she's her. Right, right. Yeah, she wrote her her. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of like persona, almost. Her, her pers- yeah, it's yeah. her her connection to the book. Is yeah. Hermione. Well, they. I think my favorite thing though about this whole series is they introduce these characters who it, it's such a character driven story. Oh yeah. You know, you even get someone like uh like Luna Lovegood, and there was there's sort of these like not rumors but like a theory circulating that the reason that Harry and Luna got along so well is because Luna didn't know really she didn't she didn't care who Harry was she just treated him like everybody yeah, else. normal person you know so he could kind of be himself around her well so that was yeah she was such a good character she was fascinated with the uh, really more important things that yeah. mattered in the magic world yeah. you know she was everybody thought she was crazy but yeah she was out there there was she's funny very important um but and that was a cool thing too kind of off that relationships with characters in between characters and that did create did do such a good job of creating a past world whenever they did go into flashback it's like yeah. oh you're talking about my uncle or this or right. your relationship with that character's mother or however yeah, like they yeah. Were, you were dealing with my parents parents when you were here or stuff like and they that they tie it all in perfectly they do and it all comes they, back. i mean jk rowling it's like the credits all hers well and uh another random little fact that i that i gleaned from the from the from the interwebs the webs was uh, series of tubes the reason that the fourth book and really even movie are so much longer and larger. Uh, it was because there was originally another character in there that she had to write out. Uh, it was a, it was a child character. It was someone that they were going to school with. Um, and she was supposed to be used as sort of exposition, but then she realized like, why would a child know all these adult things? So instead they wrote in Rita Skeeter, reader, Rita, Rita <laughs> Skeeter. guys, we can't talk well, today. These are ridiculous names. Rita Skeeter. The uh, uh, journalist, the, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. She wrote her in because she was With like, okay, pen. well, she Ugh. can get you know access to the adults and to the kids and sort of spread this information. She's Gossip Girl, yeah, and so it, that's why it was so much larger though, because she had to basically rewrite half the book and expand it to fit that and to write around that and, character. Geez, in the fourth book, you're building. You're writing a competition where you're bringing in other school. You're bringing in yeah. hundreds of new characters. And that was cool like, too to see yeah. these other schools and uh, from other countries. That was when it first yeah. kind of like, oh, this is not just one special place, right? The, right. the wizarding world is truly a a mirror world to us, right? They are they're just as many wizards. Can we can we talk about Dobby? Oh, Dobby, I'm sad. I like just spoiler alert, Dobby. <laughs> yeah, big spoiler alert. If you haven't. If you haven't read the books or watched the movie, I don't know why you're still listening. I mean, I'm glad you're listening, but I, I'm confused. Get on it. Yeah. 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 Watch, watch, pause it here. Go watch all the movies that we just spoiled. And, and then, then restart it. <laughs> uh, man, when Dobby dies. Dobby. Poor Dobby. Oh, last words. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. And he gave him a sock. He was free. Yeah. Dobby is a free elf. <laughs> oh, so uh, yeah. Sad. When I, uh, when I was watching that with, with Shelby, it was like, I knew what was coming. And she hadn't seen oh, him before. It's like no. the Red Wedding. And so I was like, oh, 
Oh no! Like it's it's about to be. She real hadn't read them. No, no, oh, no. Wow. Which I. That's odd. What, what's your thought versus like the the films versus the books? Oh, books, hundred percent. Yeah, are yeah, a million times. Oh, it just there's just so much more. I mean, you get and you yeah. really get the feel for it. And the the movies had to there was cuts made and there were exceptions yeah. taken. You and you have to. How I mean, right? I read Lord of the Rings. And I'm glad that I've seen the extended cuts and those extended yeah. cuts aren't even close to what the books are. Oh, I'm sure. If you think about yeah. it. Those, mov- those movies would be 10 hours each if they were all the books. But well, like you have to have some in Game of Thrones, the TV show. Right. Oh, man, they veered years ago. Those, right. They're not even right. close, but it thankfully like they have to. You yeah, have you, to adapt. And, you you, you know. can't. If you were going one to one, we'd have but books. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, I think you? so, too. I, I think books. Um, I usually skip the first two when I read them now. Yeah. Uh, just because they're, they're so quick anyway, they're, I mean, they're, they're quick. And I just think, you know what? I can save myself, you know, 500 pages of reading and just dive into the third one. But uh, and I sometimes skip the fifth one if I'm, <laughs> if I'm feeling risky. But the other thing I want to talk about was uh, the video games. Yeah, I was just going to get there have that. been a slew of Harry Potter video. games. All the movies had one. Yep. Uh, there were the Lego movie or Lego games, multiple Lego games. But they would do like what years one through four. The right. Whole, all seven years, all that. I don't remember which one I played. It was, I think it was for PS1. Might have been for PS2, but I I just remember that it was, it was hard. Like oh, they yeah. didn't, and given that was a little bit further back in a time when uh, games for kids didn't hold your hand as much, but uh, it was a tough Puzzles. game. It was a lot yeah. of, pu- it's like, go find this. Yeah, very fun. I remember playing it at uh, Dave Simon's house and, the, oh, him, really? and his, him and his sister, Jill, they were always they had the Harry Potter game. And then I remember, did it come out the same time as Sims making magic? Probably. I feel like they synced up or something. I was playing had, those games at the same I didn't time. I realize that you and Dave had been friends that long. Oh, I've That's known cool. Dave since we were like six. Wow. Yeah, oh yeah. Boy cool. Scouts and stuff. Yeah. That's Way funny. back. But um, yeah, I played those games over there. Uh, we do have some big things coming up. There is really a iOS phone game coming out. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Harry Potter wizards unite. It is a Pokemon Go clone. Right. So it's Pokemon or wizarding out in the world. You, well, have, they, you go out. And, they did release an iOS game. And it's it's like a story game. It's, and it's like I, I've heard anyway. I haven't downloaded it. it. Dumb. That's like pay to win. Like you need to. It, it's literally story. You go and just talk to it. It's like there's no reading. actual like game. There's no it didn't, that I saw. I played it very briefly because I thought it was that the this yeah. wizarding United. And then on top of the there. I don't know if you heard. This last year, there was a huge leak of yes. footage. Yeah, yeah. And like an image. There is an open, massive multiplayer, open world, Harry Potter, wizarding so cool. world game where you create, you will become a wizard. I will play the yep. garbage out of that I'll game. I'll play it. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, that sounds amazing. And no. everyone, and no one, the thing was, it was a true, like out of nowhere. No Do you everyone think it was, was focused. Real? Uh, yeah. They've okay. confirmed everyone who was uh, was focused on the phone the uh the pokemon go clone <laughs> wizards unite yeah and they and then this kind of out of nowhere yeah also i want to give a quick shout out to anybody that's watching on the live cast because we yes. did not give a shout out earlier shout out uh we're not really able to like read or respond to the comments right now uh but you guys are great thanks for we listening. see you there yeah yeah thanks for joining us um but yeah so anyway back to the games uh I, I'm excited to see what they do with that. I want to whip around, like turn into smoke. Like, how yeah, the, yeah. Oh, the, so cool. the flight would be a lot of fun, like <sighs> playing Quidditch. Yeah. Yeah. Going I mean, to they the can schools. do so much with it. Yeah. Being in the world and out of, you know, it you don't have to be necessarily. It could all take place at Hogwarts and in the forest. And I was going to say, how do you think they're going to handle that? Like, because it's you're not going to want to play as a first year where you can't leave the grounds. True. And, I think 
it could be a leveling up sort of situation. Sure. Um, and then also you can get more access to other places and then also set it during um, the games. Yeah. Have that going on. So you have all the extra stuff. You can right. have the Goblet of Fire. Yeah. Content and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Not saying don't set it in the Harry Potter. I, I would like to see this maybe after book seven. The time yeah. frame of this could be a new threat has come because and now that we're kind of getting into the future of the franchise, JK has announced there will be an eighth book. Really? She is apparently writing. That's the I I think I I, I maybe shouldn't say announced, but there was a there's a strong rumor and she has yet to deny it that there's okay. an eighth book. And I, of course, I wouldn't be surprised if, it, if there's another and if seven it's a book. full book. And that's the thing. And like, it is following Harry. The, it's not his kids. It is. Oh, OK. It is an eighth book, meaning a continuation of the Harry Potter. See, because I like with the cursed child, I haven't read that. I haven't read the stage play. I just there's something about that. And, you know, Fantastic Beasts where I'm just not interested, you know, but I want to see. And I mean, I shouldn't say that I'm not interested, but I'm not interested enough to go out of my way and read, you know, all these new books. Fantastic Beast is fine. It does nothing to improve the Harry Potter. Right. I'm, I'm telling you that like the first, those two movies, uh, it, it, it's a exercise in putting you in the world kind right. of like rogue one and solo. But at the same time, it's like, if I want to be put in the world of Harry Potter, don't put it in the twenties. Yeah. Yeah. Let's have an offshoot like rogue one, have it I'm, in the same time frame, but like with the same characters, build those characters. And from outside viewpoints, give right. me more of that. Well, what would you want to see from an eighth book? I'm, I'm just curious to see what, what well, would you want to see from him as an aura? Yeah. Oh, yeah. he's going to be whooping ass magically. Yeah. Like, I want to see some. <laughs> that's what I want to see. Yeah. Him like building his family, of course, yeah, his relationship yeah. with um Ginny, Ginny. And, Ginny uh, Weasley. But like and all the other characters coming on in Neville sure. popping up. I think Neville becomes an aura, too. I think so. Yeah. He's a B.A. He was a great um, character. To, oh, to see him grow when he comes. Yeah. And has his moment there. Yeah. Then, oh, yeah. yeah. My favorite moment is McGonagall saying he's like, Hogwarts, prepare the defense. Like that yeah. whole thing. Like, I've always wanted to do that. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, and that could be something that, uh, like you said, that maybe this new video game as well, not to bounce back and forth between the potential eighth book and a video game, but uh, this video game, it'd be nice if they, like you were saying, they did it after Voldemort, you know, some new threat, or it's, you know, just protecting the world from, you know, dark wizards that are trying to just... Or it could take place a little before Harry Potter. Yeah, right be before that too. You're you're a graduating student. Yeah, you're older. You're in your sixth or seventh year. That could be the setting of it. So you're still you. It, it grounds you that you have to go back to Hogwarts as like your the common area. The only reason I think they won't do that though is, and I, I'm just speaking like for myself. I would want to play and fly a Nimbus three thousand or whatever. You know, oh, what I mean? and like, you will. I think you'll be able to go all to London and right. Locations. Well, but I'm saying if it's before Harry Potter when they didn't have those nicer brooms. Oh, had, okay. You know what I mean? I think that I think that placing it just after would be a really wise move because yeah. you could take all the stuff we have and then even improve it further. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Modify it. Um, but yeah, I mean, be, you would be missing a lot of your favorite characters, but that's the point. You've that was the war. I mean, there's right. casualties. There have to be. Yeah, yeah. Um, including and, uh, like Dumbledore and stuff. What, one other. Speaking of the casualties, one other very sad uh, fact. Fun fact. I don't think it counts as a fun <laughs> fact. Uh, the only time that Fred and George see each other as old men is when they put their name into the Goblet of Fire and they get bounced out because they put that aging spell on themselves. Uh, oh, they yeah. come out with like the old men beards and the, you know their gray hair. It's the I, only time that they've seen themselves as old men. There was I don't know if it was on Pottermore or something, but there was a story about years later when which who, Fred lives or uh, I think Fred's the one that gets killed. killed. 
I think. So George. Oh no, I'm so I'm, I I should know this. Well, the survivor goes yeah. back as an old man to his grave, and he or no no he uh, when no when George or whoever is passes away finally they they put their his grave next to his brother's oh, and okay. one gravestone the for it's the years of the young brother who died right and all it says is his name and then it says mischief and then on the older managed. one it says managed oh, because cool. he had to spend the other the remaining life his life managing the loss of his brother right and wow where it was the mischief and then and where was that like where, where did that i think i posted on pottermore and i think it was okay. like one of those how jk rowling does those little like mini yeah. stories or little yeah. inserts but yeah i remember reading and they like that's whew. I mean, and guys, we again, and this is the same with a lot of the franchises we talk about. We could talk about this for hours. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at the timer now and I, I, I looked over and I was like, oh, we've been talking for like 10 minutes. What? No, it's been nope. like 45, 45 minutes. Yeah. Um, but I think that it's just so cool that she's built this world that she can expand on. That is just as impressive as Lord of the Rings. It is the 10th yeah. highest grossing franchise of all time. Really? Underneath like Pokemon, like we had discussed in our previous episodes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's underneath Star Wars, but not by much. So yeah, it's wow. uh it, it's up there. And, and for the, such a now, young series, yeah. you know. I it mean, has become it will be just I think in fifty years, it will be just like how Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit is yeah, to, like yeah. how how our parents had well, that. And, and, and she did a great job of not uh not writing the books so they would become dated. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean they they feel and I may not feel this way in another 15 years, but right now they feel a little timeless. You know what I mean? They don't, they're not so rooted in a time frame that I'm like, I can't relate to this in 10 years, you know, because they're only dealing because they take us out of our world. Right. There can be so many rules that we can be like, yep, we just have to accept it. They never talk about, you know, having cell phones because if they did 30 years from now, people would be like, what's this? Cell well, phone? You didn't That's have like, Oh, they were carrying around landlines. Right. Like, what's going right. on? Yeah. Like, it's yeah. that kind of, And that's like why I think it's like the James Bond theory of like he it's always it's not a new guy every time. It's just timeless. Right. Right. It's the same person throughout. Well, and uh, and like I said, I mean, we could we could talk about this for another two hours. We won't for now, but we we want an eighth book. Yep. We want. I mean, they're going to do these fantastic beasts. The theme parks. We didn't even get into the theme park. There's yeah. a, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter at Universal Studios is. Oh, my gosh. On, in Diagon Alley. I've, I've that's the I've wanted to go there. So very interactive. Badly. It's huge. It's the best part of Universal Studios. You think uh, so? Everything else is screen rides. Oh, Universal OK. Studios. Yeah. 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 Uh, so it's it's funny there. Uh, and they're about to open this summer. The newest roller coaster. Uh, it's Haggard's. Hagrid's uh, motorcycle roller coaster. Oh, nice. <laughs> and they say it's awesome. It's like a four and a half minute long roller coaster, which is long for wow, a roller coaster yeah. because there are, I believe, up to 10 spots where you stop and see something take place, which is weird for a roller that's coaster. And then you cool, take though. it's another you launch back off. Oh, that's awesome. So that's, but the funny thing was they made that announcement. And then hours later, Disney was like, we're redoing Epcot. They like yeah. <laughs> press announced that. Yeah. Well, yeah. They, I, I think the theory is with universal, they wanted this ride open because this year, this summer star Wars land opens. And if people can't get in there, come on over to universal and ride our right. new Harry Potter stuff <laughs> because that's going to happen. Oh, it's totally going to yeah. happen. Um, but you know what guys, I, we're out of time for today. We're, we we probably already ran over time, but um, we're just so grateful for you guys listening in. Uh, if you can do and us, checking like, us out live, yeah, live stream, pointing at the uh, camera. Which, uh, yeah, we're going to I've been enjoying doing the live. Oh, thing. that's pretty fun. But uh, if you guys can do us a huge favor and you're going to hear it in the end card, too. But uh, if you guys can rate us on iTunes or wherever you listen to this, uh, just rate us with the five star, or the thumbs up, whatever. Uh, it helps us out a ton. Uh, and it just makes us it makes us feel nice. 
Gives me a little warm, warm fuzzies. Tell your family and friends. And yeah, share yeah. Whenever we post something, just share it. Shoot a share out. Yeah. It'll be great. Uh, it helps us boatloads. Yeah. And we've, uh, I don't know, we've just been really enjoying doing the show for you guys. And uh, I genuinely think that although small, but growing, I think we have one of the coolest freaking fan bases. We do. Uh, that, that ever we has do. or will exist. Uh, the nerds. The nerds. The nerds. And just but, how, yeah, they're already just so supportive and yeah helpful. Yeah. We, we always say, but it's like every week there's a new message and yeah. it's, it's just awesome. But anyway, guys, thank you so much for, uh, for tuning in, for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week. Catch you later. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. The next franchise we'll be unpacking is Fallout. But in the meantime, feel free to drop us a line with any questions, comments, or future episodes at franchiseunpacked at gmail.com. Also, be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and Spotify, and be sure to share so we can keep these episodes coming your way. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time.